Oh, I did want to point out, I looked this up when they're talking about how they're like, we got to slow down because of the horses. A normal horse's uh, heart rate is like 32 to 36 <laughs> beats per minute. <laughs> <laughs> Their hearts are going to explode. Wow. So that 220, I don't think so. <laughs> but what else about this isn't accurate? Nothing. It's all It's all completely accurate. I mean, it's, I all, think, it's a documentary. I think we know horse physiology is different in this universe. Clearly. Because, because of, because of the, the miniature horses. horses. Yeah, yeah. So Maybe, yeah. Maybe obviously. miniature horses have, do 30 yeah. beats per minute. I was going to say, they have the proportional the, heartbeat yeah. based on their size. <laughs> You'd expect the smaller ones to you have would. a higher, higher heart rate. Right? Like, like a pulse like of a hummingbird. hummingbird. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Explainer, a podcast about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm Darius Kazemi. I'm Elizabeth Simmons. And I'm Courtney Stanton. And today we're going to talk to you about Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, ha- have you heard about him? Have, have you th- heard the good news? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the good news is that Araki spent a lot of time drawing Jesus Christ's hot bod. <laughs> he did. And he, although, and in true Iraqi fashion, no nip noops. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. He couldn't be bothered to draw. That's how we knew he was immaculately conceived. Uh, so yeah, today we are we are covering chapters 25 through 27 of Steel Ball Run. So this is Tusk chapters 1, 2, and 3. The complete Tusk. Yes. yes. Uh, so these these chapters, as as we've been talking about, these each came out monthly, right? And so that's were... why they're super long. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So these are these are sixty page long chapters, and uh, yeah, and so this is also Iraqi, presumably introducing this story to a bunch of new readers who have Ultra Jump subscriptions instead of Shonen Jump. Right, and, and so right. just like how chapter 24 was sort of a little amuse-bouche introduction <laughs> to Johnny and Gyro, Tusk in general is sort of a, uh, to me, a like sort of previously on Steel Ball Run kind of introduction to the race, the tension so far in Gyro and Johnny's backstory in terms of, of what's going on in the plot, and really solidifies what these two are doing and why they're moving forward together. Yeah, like right. you, you really could start reading uh, this arc on on chapter like twenty four or twenty five. Like, but why like, would you? why would you? But, I mean, yeah. I would if I if someone was like, I desperately don't want to read the first part of a JoJo's. I would be like, okay, start at chapter like twenty. But yeah. I don't know why one would do that, especially because no, it's so, I don't either. But so I'm just, long. I'm just saying though the way the way that he yes, you know, paces it. You it's could a good start entry here point. So, yeah. And the way that you know this is really a re beginning of a JoJo's arc is because it starts with in 1191 AD, <laughs> <laughs> Glastonbury, England. Yes. It's, this which, is which got, again is it's literally the England 1884. Yeah, this yeah. Of Phantom Blood, you the, know, the re Phantom Bloodening of Steel Ball Run. But it's also uh, the re like actual opening of Phantom Blood with the like Aztec, the Aztec sacrifice stuff. Yeah, it's but like instead, ancient, ancient. Yes, instead of of the sort of weird mystical 
bullshit. Instead of generically filtered, like, like South Indiana American, Jones South style. American yeah. Indiana Jones style lore, it's it's the Bible. It's yeah. it's yeah, it's Christianity this time. Um, <laughs> and specifically, like papist Christianity. <laughs> yeah. As a Jew, I always really enjoy reading like Japanese stuff where it treats Christianity and specifically Catholicism like a JRPG. You know, yeah. and like they're just like, this is really fucking goth. Like, let's go with it. In the yeah. same way that like so much American culture, like movies and and various media does with other cultures. Right. So I just I just love when st- I just love stuff like this. Like like Earthbound did it, and that's like why they were censored back in the day because of religious, like Christian religious themes. I just think it's really funny. I mean, as someone who was raised Episcopalian, to me, Catholicism exists purely as aesthetic. Yeah, because that's literally what Episcopalian. Mean, I was gonna say, isn't Episcopalianism like Catholic fan fiction? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, we're going to do all of the rituals, but we all understand that none of it's real. <laughs> It's all metaphorical. No, nobody is actually convincing themselves that this wafer is turning into somebody's flesh because well, we're not vampires. <laughs> I learned the story of Jesus from Jesus Christ Superstar when I was in high school. Legit. And I, I literally didn't know anything about it before that. I mean, I think that's how Rocky sourced all this stuff, too. Yeah, th- so. that and uh, Godspell, I think, is maybe the other yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> th- so this to me, I'm just like... This is right up my alley. It's like, yeah. what a Joseph, fun... Joseph of Arimathea's Technicolor Dreamcoat. Yeah, it's yeah. it's just very like, you know, it's kind of like campy gay fan fiction vibes. Yeah. Like lots of like brotherly bonds and betrayals and like staring into each other's eyes lovingly. Sure. Yeah. So th- just to be clear, there's no Joseph of Arimathea map that is made up whole cloth for... Steel Ball Run. Joseph of Arimathea was, you know, in the story of the Bible, the 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 person who who did take Jesus's body down. By the, the Bible, we and, mean and the New Testament here. I have to say, as our yes, as our yes. token. Sorry, I'll non- clarify. <laughs> yeah. From a well, as as said in a Bible. Yeah, uh, yeah. Said the, in New the, the New Testament. When we we're not talking about the Torah. Well, I mean, it's Jesus, right? Yes. I mean, that's, yeah. yeah. Yes. So, um, um, but uh, but yeah. So Joseph of Arimathea is part of Christian theology and is the person who did who like you know treated Jesus's body after he was taken down from the cross and stuff. So that's that's that part, you know, is yeah. not made up completely by it's Iraqi. Historically accurate. It's biblically accurate. The yeah. and then shortly after that, is that accurate based on the canon we had at the time. <laughs> Shortly a- after that, also in the Bible, there were two posing twinks uh, laying next yes. to each other on the ground, right. looking yeah, the at me seductively. Is great. I love it. it's like <laughs> here's this page with some history. Literally half of this first page is is made up by Iraqi, and then the next page is just Boom. twinks, Johnny and Jairo. <laughs> Johnny's hip thrust out. And then back to Joseph of Arimathea. And then here we are back to some history, 100% of which is made up by Iraqi, but it looks good and it sounds good. Until we were planning for this podcast, I 100% assumed that most of this was real. (laughs) And honestly, like... Every time, Elise. Every time. I don't look it up because I don't want to disappoint myself. Like, I want this to be true. (laughs) I want... I want there to be people all over... Spoiler. But yeah, and you know, astute readers will notice that Joseph's map is a shaped like the United States and Canada, 
and Mexico. And B has nine stars on it, which line up to the map of Steel Wall Run that we saw in earlier issues. So you're a very astute reader. And you know who else is an astute reader of Steel Ball Run? Johnny Joestar. Johnny Joestar. (laughs) But we'll get there. I mean, this whole section is basically like it's and I, I don't know to what extent Araki had already planned this before he started going monthly, but this is kind of like a re like like, all right, let's look at this from another perspective like everything you thought was true about steel ball run it's not true like there's more going on yeah here's what's really happening and so then it's like back to the race so it's like here's all that history and now 25 kilometers from monument valley right guys on horses stroheim hey stroheim (laughs) uh so this this stroheim not a Nazi. As Not we've a Nazi like the part two Stroheim. Because the right. Nazi party doesn't exist yet. But we don't know what kind of thought crimes he's committing. I mean, he's, he's, he's obviously ready to be a Nazi for sure. You the can hair, tell from his the haircut, hair is, yeah. The hair is good though. It has sort of an Aeon flux sort of a curl going on. Oh, with it. I was going like to say his hair has like a Nazi vibe, like a proto Nazi <laughs> vibe. But not the curly part, only on one side. Yeah, the half, the the cyborg half seems to be evil. Just like in Battle Tendency, he seems to be struggling between being a Nazi and not being a Nazi. And you can see it reflected in his hair. So anyway, Gyro can make himself bulletproof with the steel ball. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah, And also, um, Stroheim has a literal handgun. Right. Very impressive. Yes. Yeah. It's hard to. It, Courtney and Elis both missed this the first time they read it. But. Because the action sequences, once again, I must note, a little confusing. This whole yeah. section, it was really hard for me to keep up with what was actually going on in any of the action sequences. But usually we have somebody speedwagoning and, you know, just to, uh, kind of giving me the play by play so I can get the idea. But this one goes by so quickly that yeah. nobody explains like, oh, it looks like Stroheim is actually a robot and like his yeah. gun hand is, you know, out. Um, yeah, so so he has a prosthetic hand that turns into a gun. Yeah. Classic. And then Gyro uses his steel balls to make his skin bulletproof. And then like. In kind of a Spice Girl uh, tactic. Even though he says he's hardening his skin, but it looks more like he's softening his skin. And like swirling. Well, it's like like if you you, like bunched up a bunch of your skin in one place to make it extra thick or something. Yeah, it's weird. Again, can't wait for the animation. I think it's going to look way better. It's going to be so good. Like the idea is clearly present, but I'm gonna need I to still, see in it in 2035 am, when this yes. comes out. I really want to know what Johnny's spinning nails are gonna sound like. I don't want anything. I want it to be <laughs> off screen. No, I think it's every like, time. <laughs> yeah, I just like want it might off. be like more fleshy. Like, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I would take it because they'll make up a noise for it and then they'll do it off screen every time and I won't have to look at it. <laughs> they'll just make the sound. Like when Jorno was stuff, transforming yeah. things to save money, they just made the sound and Instead then Instead of showing it, yeah. He was doing it. Courtney would rather just hear the sound effect and have the implication that Johnny's nails are spinning. Yes. Right. That's Fair what enough. I want. Um, but I what care. if they anyway. do it like really intense with like 3D animation and it's even worse? Oh, and like fucking blood dripping off and like just like the skin pulling away from the nail bed every time. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for letting me have the opportunity to think about it even more deeply. <laughs> Anytime. Uh, anyway, like eight pages later, Stroheim is dead. Hope you didn't care too much about that <laughs> character or that cool character design because it's over now. Stroheim dies in a zoom out 
tiny panel. Like a postage stamp size like panel. Like just falling Falls over. over. Maybe not dead. I don't know. Probably clearly definitely out of the race. Yeah, he has been neutralized. He would, he would yeah. get a retired stamp if a <laughs> yeah. Rocky were still doing this. Yeah, exactly. But that, really, the purpose of that fight was just to establish that someone is attacking Gyro over and over right. again. Right, and that Gyro can, you know, they can do these things. Some, yeah, some more Gyro, gyro has steel balls. Yeah. Yes, and he has more powers. And yeah, his balls have dropped. And so now Johnny can... <laughs> Thank you, Darius. Uh, you know, uh, we're never going to stop making those jokes. That's it's, true. It's not uh, our fault. This. It's not our fault that this is about a guy about... chasing after someone's balls. Anyway, so Gyro gets to give us a little summary exposition of, here's Gyro Zappelli. Here's I, what he's about. <laughs> I really love this part because I love Johnny just being like, all right, look, the explanation you gave me before sucks ass. Like, <laughs> yeah. level with me. Like, we need a better explanation. It's almost as if Araki is channeling the reader's thoughts. Like, right. Because we were in the past, like, it, when we learned that it was about this amnesty thing, we were all just like, I mean, okay, but it doesn't seem high stakes enough. And now he's just like, all right, Johnny agrees with you. Let's, let's ratchet things up a little. He's like, here's what's been happening so far. I don't buy it. And Gyro's <laughs> like, no, like I told you before, and I'm going to summarize for our new readers, here's what's going on. And if you don't like it, you don't have to travel with me. Now new readers know what the dynamic right. is between Right, us. which again right. is like a little bit of a reset from where they got in the last arc because he's just kind of redoing that emotional beat uh, for right. the new readers. And then uh, as Gyro sort of prepares to take off, Johnny looks down and is like, oh, a hand came out of my it's hand. Like, oh, my hand is hatching. Yeah, hate hate when that happens. This is Koichi's egg, but for oh but for Johnny, kind of the holy egg. It's so gross. <laughs> the holy moist egg. It's not moist though. It's mummified. It's it mummified. looks moist. It's the to opposite me. of moist. It, it does though, because there's blood. It, it's really gross. There's all sorts of fluids hanging off that thing. Yep, and uh, you it know, it has a not hole to, in the middle. A hole. It does. In the, what, what famous body from the era of Joseph of Arimathea had a hole in the middle of the palm of its Probably hand. a lot, because I think crucifixion was a pretty <laughs> yeah, common... Yeah, I guess a lot of... It could have been anyone crucified, I guess. Method yeah, let's execution. not think too deeply about it and just ask ourselves, whose hand could it be? <laughs> whose arm is it? And then just stuff it back into... The memory hole. The <laughs> memory hole and put it also back into the Also known as Johnny's hand. hand skin, yeah. His, the skin <laughs> his... Well, but he does, he does try to get Gyro's attention, but then the hand is gone. Like, he's yeah. like, oh, never mind. <laughs> I love, yeah, G Gyro's like, okay, you yell at me, me, to get my attention, and then when I turn around, you're mumbling at your hand, like, fuck you. What the fuck? <laughs> and so then we get back to uh, the train with Steven Steele. With this cool, this cool transition of, like, a photo, and then... Yeah, because he's like, what could it be? Like, I wonder what, like... Like, like has when, it been, where? He's like, when is this? When did I get this hand in my hand? And right. then, and then it's like a photo of the photo of the devil's palm. And then it turns out the photo of the devil's palm is in Stephen Steele's hand, and right. Stephen Steele is on the train. So again, it'll look cooler. That's going to look so good animated in animation. Yeah, a lot of people have dropped out of the race and also right. gone missing and also died in the going across the devil's palm area. S Sixty-eight people, not quite nice, but you know, almost so, nice. Yeah. Yeah, Steven Steele's like, yeah, the local Apaches call it the Devil's Palm. I do want to point out that there's no such thing as a local Apache that's like calling it like a local European. It's like a really big 
Big group. I don't know. That's how my dad always referred to Europeans. Well, <laughs> fair. I'm not saying that like it's inaccurate to have like a white person at the time saying that. I'm just saying it's, it's in, incorrect. It's incorrect. Yeah, there's a there's an Apache nation, and they all have different traditions like, and things like languages, that. languages cultures. Stuff, so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, uh, and also as, as Elis pointed out, this is Devil's Palm is is a small D devil because it's translated yeah. from Akuma, which is yeah. like evil spirit. So it's not like Satan's palm. Yeah, it's, it's not just a like Christian tinged devil. It's a lowercase like, D devil. Yeah. Like evil, um, evil spirits palm. Yeah. The and then we have palm. more more people being like, whose corpse is it? Just in case you're wondering what the overarching theme Right. Also, also for new readers, he re he goes over the Devil's Palm mythos again, where he talks about how it moves around, and it, there was a meteor that crashed and, and stuff. And this is all new. Stephen Steele suddenly caring about something mysterious. Yeah. This corpse, uh, you know, did they find it? Maybe just a piece of it. Uh, are they carrying it? Blah blah. blah. And to, then, to, to be fair, though, the reason why he cares is there's a dude sitting behind him, basically with a gun to his head, being <laughs> like, "You have to care about yeah. this." Smoking a pipe, smoking a pipe menacingly. So this is now, I mean, like literally the power behind the power, right? Uh, right. And so this dude in a room with two other dudes dressed exactly like him. Yes, <laughs> they're all wearing uh, these like weird tube suits. Uh, with cravats, and yes. uh, at least two of them have the exact same hairstyle, like ringlets. Sort of, sort of like a iteration on an old timey like wig. Yeah, yeah, sort like a, like a politician wig. Right? Or like, sort of like a, a weird variation. Wig. Yeah, like slight, slight powdered wig vibe, or like slight variation on what the uh, recently departed fashion designer Kenzo Takata used to style his hair like. Uh, which why would why would Hirohiko Araki reference a Japanese fashion designer? <laughs> yeah, I don't, right? I don't, I don't, I don't see it. I don't buy it. Hmm. But yeah, so this dude who at the end of the conversation, uh, Stephen Steele calls him the President of the United States, <laughs> Mister President. So the only president I recognize personally. <laughs> <laughs> Love this guy. Yeah, uh, I gotta say this is by far the most off-model introduction to a character since probably Kakyoin back in part three. Uh, yeah, don't he, don't get used accurate. to Pudgy President. This is not what he looks like for very long. Eventually, Araki's just going to like slip back into his habits of he can he just has to draw certain kinds of people. He, uh, he Araki was like, I'm, thinks about what he wants to be looking at, and what he wants to be looking at is just like acres and acres of ripped muscles. Yeah, yeah. Always. he was like, I'm going to draw. I, I respect that at one point he was like, maybe he'll be short and not a muscle hunk. <laughs> he tried. He, <laughs> he tried. He tried for he like tried. a month. Tried. It's he like, tried so hard. <laughs> yeah, he was like really trying to go cold turkey on, but, like, on muscle hunks. And then he was like, I but, just can't do it. I'm sorry. I can't do it. But eventually, like, the present shows up again, and you're like, wait, is this I mean, supposed to be... I mean, he did draw two more guys who look like him who are muscle hunks. Yeah, so. that's true. So he was like methadone. He was like, maybe his bodyguards just look like this <laughs> other body type, and he won't look like this. But, like, like literally he surrounded. Was doing, like a like, a dry January situation where he was like, <laughs> just, just for, like, a month, I'm not going to draw... All my characters as giant muscle hunks. Can I draw an unsexy president? Is it possible? No, no, no it's not. But like, it will become confusing later because the character is going to keep showing up, and you're going to be like, "Is this supposed to be the same guy?" 
the president? Luckily, as you can see already, unrecognizable. There's no subtlety around people saying Mr. President to the president. So you'll know. (laughs) Yeah. Mr. President of the United States. Uh, This is where Steven Steele is like, I didn't know there were going to be murders in this race. I don't know how I feel about that whole murder thing. Hmm. The The thing I literally sanctioned while talking to a large crowd at the start of the race. He was like, I'm not going to say murder is legal, but I'm not going to say it's illegal either. He keeps like narrowing down like which kind of murders he's okay with. Right. And that's like ball related murders. Yeah. This is really like an argument against privatized governing and like unregulated sports events because it really just is, (laughs) is, it's in his hands. He gets to change his mind anytime. Like now he's fine with murder. Now he's not fine with murder. Like when will it end? I mean, to be fair, apparently you can have like fully involved government and still apparently yeah, but- full voice <laughs> sanction murder and not be held accountable for that. So who knows? Maybe this is just an accurate documentation of the American way. Well, I mean, we do have the, the president That's participating I mean. illegitimately. Yeah. We learned that the president owns the map apparently or yeah. at least a good copy of it although i think the implication is that that's the, the map. original yeah so the president has the map of like Joseph i think America. like i think the reason why there's like weird pipes inside the briefcase that contains it's the map it, is yeah. it's like a, it's like to keep it more at the right uh you know humidity level yeah. so it doesn't disintegrate museum suitcase which is a nice yeah it's a nice little uh a touch there but yeah we learn that the president set up this steel ball run race as a front basically his his whole thing is like well if you send enough people into the places <laughs> on the map like and probably enough of them are stand users or or sorry potential, have, special have the talents, potential have the potential and then uh and then probably you know definitely some of them will pick up the pieces and then we'll just send assassins after them to kill them and collect them i want to point out that on page 64 of my pdf i really love the character design of the bodyguard in the foreground yes yeah. and his, his like putting my hair up his to wash my face are, yeah. uh yes look, yes and gazing his, wistfully his zapelli like facial hair yeah. yeah yeah and then uh steven Steele's child bride comes in the room to deliver coffee <laughs> and immediately beefs it and just <laughs> <laughs> spills it everywhere but it doesn't go anywhere and the coffee Where did just it go? disappeared. And I, I honestly don't remember. And that is a more burning question to me than whose corpse it is. Um, okay, uh, no, it's that it, it's, it's it's pork pie hat guy. He's yeah, using his he's he uses a fish hook to pull it up. But yeah, he for pulls, some reason pulls up the liquid. Yeah, and I think yeah. the reason for that is showmanship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we then we see the the shadow of someone who looks like he's kind of cosplaying Seco. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I see. his Oh, I see. And she's got like the hole in the bottom of the thing. His I silhouette. Even, you know, I never put that together until yeah. we recorded this podcast. All the times <laughs> I've read this, I was always just like, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? His, I'm so glad you two are here. Yeah, well, explain this to me. Explain JoJo, you know? Uh, his silhouette looks super menacing. So when you actually like see him, his actual character. He's not right, scary like, at oh, all. Oh, you just have... Yeah. Bamboo tied to your head. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, and again, he, I gotta say, I think it's dumb that he's called Pork Pie Hat Kid because he's not even wearing a Pork Pie Hat. And I know and it's a song. Like, is I don't he care. even a kid? Who knows? I don't know. He could be. He I don't like him around. enough to find out. Yeah. So then we have some banter, and Rocky was like, what's the stupidest banter? Bad fat jokes. Yeah, fat jokes. Really bad ones. Johnny loves Not it, like there are any good ones. No, but, but they're not know. even like, they're not even well constructed. Yeah. Jokes. Yeah. They're just like, hey, you ever notice? 
fat people exist. Johnny's like, haha, that's the joke. <laughs> yeah, no, it's bad. The only thing that I like about this page is Johnny's smile at Gyro. Yeah, Johnny is absolutely the kind of person who, like, Family Guy is, like, his favorite show. And, yes. and he doesn't understand when people are like, Family Guy's bad. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, what are you talking about? It's hilarious. Also, he's just going to go along with whatever the person he's got a boner for is, yes. is thinks is cool. He's lucky like, he he's didn't just... fall for more of a sociopath. It's really. true. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that happens. And as I've already been previously disabused of the idea that they might rewrite this when they make the there's anime. just no way they're only gonna make yeah. it worse yeah there's just gonna i mean it's anime there have to be <laughs> bad fat jokes it's yeah. like it sucks yeah so that sucks but yeah so gyro gets attacked and disappears and johnny immediately um adorable brain trust that he is is just like maybe he fell in a hole in the ground gyro <laughs> hello and left his his arm guard thingies yeah behind. and then like he keeps like shit keeps disappearing which by the way none of nothing about how this stand works would explain why shit disappears the way it does initially no because it seems like i mean because it, it's like he he he's fishing stuff right right but when it grabs but, you why would it not take all of gyro like why yeah. would it take the horse and not all the horses gear it seems like right. some kind of thing like in a video game, like, okay, like in Animal Crossing, when you put away a table, but there's a bunch of stuff on the table, yeah. and so it just, like, zaps out of existence, but the stuff is still on the floor. Like, that's what you'd think this power is, but then it seems to be more straightforward, like, um, Literally like Grateful just, Dead yeah, fishing yeah. stand. And then once the horse disappears, Johnny takes out his gun. Like, that's gonna help. Well, because then he knows there's a horse thief. <laughs> <laughs> So that's just what you do. And then he fires a bunch of bullets into nothing and hits the water skin, which is very helpful. And then he gets cut, which I don't understand. Like what slices him? I think it's a hook. I think it's a hook. That's just, just like, like that barely missed him. It grazed him. Yeah. Like a lot of the first part of this fight doesn't hold up to the no, rest it doesn't. of the fight. Uh, but anyway, eventually he figures out that there's like a bunch of lures there's a really great, terrible doodle of the president of the United States. It's like not a good doodle, and it it's not his eventual character model. And it's yet, fucking hilarious. I love. I love it so much. The energy. I also love that, like the president of the United States is like murder. You say he's like, that's what we call a plan. <laughs> I'm like ah, oh, oh, I love him. He's so good. Uh, yeah. And by good, he's obviously, hilarious. in case you can't tell, I, he's bad <laughs> he's a he's a good person and i endorse everything he does yeah exactly he's <laughs> that's what i mean when i say he's, he's good. never done a single thing wrong in his life much yeah. in the way yoshikage hira has in dio in dio right yeah. yeah pure innocent lads uh yeah <laughs> so yeah so there's this is a very long fight that i don't action is happening give a shit about i don't know it's not that interesting if i could put um, in a request if things could stop going into people's faces that's all I ask. It's not actually, no, it's not. Uh, if I would actually, I would watch a thousand things going to people's faces if Johnny's nails would stop doing that thing. And I'm not going to get that either. But For either thing, you're going to have to do a podcast about a different <laughs> manga <laughs> slash anime. I know. And I brought this on myself. Because... But yeah, there's a lot of confusing action. It's kind of cool when there's like, when he, I like the shot on, uh, I guess it's page 96 of my PDF where he's looking at the two feathers in the distance that have yeah. the hooks coming down from them. That's kind of cool. I would want more of that from it, this stand. I mean, it looks cool. He needs to zoom out. 
Yeah. yeah. So that we know what's there's, happening. Yeah, it's the, all these like tight shots that are just kind of like, I don't know what's, a, there's, a, yeah. there's a hook and it's near something and now there's a hook and it's near something And there's else. a lot of things flying at Johnny and then at one point he gets trapped under a rock and I will say to me, I would be like, well, I live under this rock now. <laughs> that well, is basically what he says. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's, that also reminds me of the sun. Yeah, yeah. it does. A lot of it does kind of feel that same um, way where it, it's that sort of vague like North by Northwest style, like, man versus the elements like where there's just nowhere to hide i also super love when the bug shows up and johnny's like you need to make a reservation for a different day yes sorry mr bug (laughs) you know it's like it's so cute and then johnny like while trapped under that rock remembers that he has read steel ball run before right and suddenly just makes (sighs) enormous leaps of logic which is cool except that we haven't seen johnny be that smart before i mean the problem is you know, just to summarize the problem, Johnny is here. Okay, the only evidence that he has is that something is in his arm. And it makes sense to me that he came to the conclusion that they're looking for something. Yes. Sure, yeah. And then he also has this thing in his arm. So he starts connecting those two things based on nothing. But even if he did connect those two things and was just like, huh, maybe my arm has something to do with it, it doesn't follow that he would also be like, and maybe there's a whole rest of the body and maybe there are other parts of it. And maybe the race is just a smoke screen to find all the parts of the mummified body and part of it yeah. is in my arm. Yeah. And like I figured I, it out. I think once Iraqi had time to sort of plot out a lot more beats to the story because he started being able to write monthly, he realized he was a little behind on yeah, where he wanted people to true, be. That's true. And so he was like, I need to reveal this and I need to get them here. Yeah. And, and so also, it was just like, well, it speed is it up. complicated. Like it's a complicated oh, it's story. Super complicated. So and like there's lots of moving parts. Like in past arcs, like there would be one goal. Yeah, and then like no. little goals <laughs> along the way. And then this yeah. has two adjacent goals that are both huge. So there's the race and there's the corpse, which both yes. have, which are established by the end of and, the arc, and figuring out the secret of the st- of the spin, right? right? Of course, and, right? And yeah. well, you know, that's the thing is like getting his walking back, right? Around, you but, know, like, well, so th- but that Darius, you're bringing up a, a different thing. Each character has their own personal motivations for right. participating in the race, yeah. right? So that's like tertiary goals for each character, but like the plot motivations are okay, yeah. the race. And the journey, the, the, the hero's the, journey. Apparently yeah. the reason for the race, which is actually putting this corpse together. Right. Which has just been revealed as the reason for the race. So like those are the actual like A plots. But yeah, each character has their own personal like sort of side plots, which right. are reasons why we give a shit about the characters. And if you compare that to something like, so this is a long journey and like Vento Oreo was a short journey. But if you compare this to another long journey, which is... Stardust Crusaders, there's the saving Holly as yes. kind of like the overarching motive. But then the only other motive was just like all of Be- them are Dio. aligned yeah. in beating Dio, beating a person. This has so many more. Like there was a tiny side it. quest of like Polnareff's sister maybe was alive for right. an episode or like a three point, well, like three right, part there, arc. I mean, there are little jumps along but the again, way. Like, but again, that's like teeny, teeny things. Yeah, yeah, there was never like a big... So yeah, they, no, this is way more moving parts. And so I'm not surprised that he was like, oh shit, I so, gotta introduce some stuff. <laughs> so my theory here, if I had to fit it into the continuity, and I do because that's our job here on JJBX, is that 
You know how like when you have like a ton of adrenaline, you can like lift a car or whatever? Yeah. You know, so I think that that happened to Johnny, but in his brain and his Mm. brain got so big and galactic, it just fucking expanded into the universe. And he was like, I can see everything now. Or Mm. it has something to do with the arm. And that's like actually enabling him. Having the arm. Right. Because we know there's like even like a a creature attached to the arm that has its own like sentience. Yeah. 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 So so maybe the the arm and the creature are talking to him. Because I mean it certainly does a lot of other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So why not? I would actually buy that. I accept that That's my that's my the arm helped. So it was really more like a group study session. Yeah. Than just a solo. (laughs) Well I mean if the creature inside his arm who of course we don't have to not spoil it it's tusk yeah this little guy um if tusk can like write in latin on him then why not kind of like boost his ability to put things together yeah even yeah. if there yeah. isn't really all the evidence there explained it's still pretty tenuous like it's you know I, it's not my favorite but look we're fighting a weird humanoid Person, I want to I talk about this kid for, for for a second. Whose power is to put lures on things that pull them out of a pencil. Yeah, that's so, more realistic to me. But he has a <laughs> he has a winch in his mouth. It's so yes. gross. And, and I, instead of tonsils, and he has a um a lisp. But I guess I would if I had a winch in my mouth yeah. as well. So uh, you so know, so let's not judge. Oh, yeah. is that why he calls him? Johnny, I don't. I don't know if. Joe I mean, he certainly. I mean, he has. He's written with a lisp the whole time. He's supposed to have this thing, but yeah, I, I think he's I, I talking around the. the I think that he's talking sense. around the 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 winch in his mouth. Yeah, but it's weird because if he can put the lures on objects, then why does he need the winch in his mouth? I mean, you know, why did uh, Pesky need a uh, fishing rod? Because that's how his power works, and this is how his power yeah. works. Okay. <laughs> I mean, this I walked power, right into that one. Yeah. I mean, this power is, it's not a good one. It's clearly a cutting room floor power. Like, it's, it's not very thematically yeah. consistent. Like, why is the yeah. Pensee even Okay, so on the, the Mountain Tim scale of stand logic, I would say we don't know enough about zero pork by kids. Yeah, that's true. So what we can put doing? it at a zero yeah. instead of a negative two. I think, I think he was, he was, he was stalking a fisherman using scrying powers, and then he got standed while that was happening. That I, I, we can't, I don't think we can evaluate s- him. We yeah. don't know anything but about him. That is, That would give him a two on the scale if that was the case. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, we could write any backstory we wanted. Even, right? if, he <laughs> likes, even if he likes fishing. Yeah. That's a one. And got it while he was scrying. That would also be a two. <laughs> yeah, that would be a two. So there are there are possibilities but we don't know anything about him so we can't evaluate his stand is called wired and pork pie hat kid is his name pork pie hat kid is a charles mingus song that was covered by jeff beck wired is a jeff beck album so he's a jeff beck is like a an impeccable or should i say impeccable uh dad rock you you should you should should say it you're right and you should say it's such a it's such a like it's the ultimate dad. I couldn't tell you what a Jeff Beck song sounded like. I, I do couldn't know tell that, you anything could, about him except that he's dad. I could tell you the dad dads rock. like him. Yeah. So also, yeah, so this pork pie hat kid likes to just eat random shit. Yeah, that's like, a, he eats yeah, a pen. That's a and, like, medical disorder. And, yeah, but also he's got a winch in his mouth instead of tonsils, so he's there's a lot going on with him. Yeah, he he also like the the kind of expressions and stuff that he makes. Like it's kind of 
for some reason, it's like refreshing to me to look at. It's yeah. like so JoJo's. You know yeah. who he reminds me of is Junkin Boy. Oh, yeah. Just like in his kind of attitude. Yeah. Also, what's on his head? Like other than the bamboo? Is it rocks? Like some, some eggs. I think that he re- he reminds me a little bit of the way that he moves reminds me of like Foo Fighters. A little, uh, we haven't, the we slurp, haven't gotten slurp, into, slurp. yeah, we haven't gotten into Foo Fighters because we haven't yeah. covered part six, but now that you say that now I like this character more. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get to see where Gyro's at. Gyro is fine and great and Iraqi clearly really enjoys where gyro is at gyro is tied rocky drew this with one hand yes gyro is hanging from a rock by his long beautiful hair tied up into a an ornate very well-drawn knot uh unconscious pulling, pulling gracefully at the back of his neck and his temples good. yeah just <laughs> hanging there and we get so many close-ups if there's any any chance to frame a shot with gyro in the foreground, unconscious, with his sus- hair getting suspended pulled. by his hair. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, the the whole back half of this issue has you covered. <laughs> really, this is this is this whole tusk is is really like a a saga of like bottom gyro lore because mm, we have yeah. we have like gyro. I mean, the whole arc has him being damseled, even to the point of being used as like explicitly as bait for Johnny, right? Then and we have him spend half of the arc hanging by his hair, unconscious, and the other half of the arc with Johnny's arm lodged inside of his body all yeah, the way up to yeah, his elbow, just getting <laughs> fisted, fisting, yep. fisted through the chest by by Johnny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Araki's trying to tell us something. Yeah, uh, and said uh, they're both switches. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what he's saying. So Johnny gets hooked by a beetle. <laughs> And, the beetle who needs to make a reservation. Yeah. And so his little his little stand guy comes out. And so we meet Tusk. Yeah. Tusk is, I think, objectively the cutest stand. Chew me mean. Uh, I, I do want to note that Araki has said that he designed Tusk as the mascot for he's like I, I've never had a mascot stand for one of my parts and he wanted to to make a mascot stand. So it's so like that's intentionally that's trying really to make cute. one that would work well as a so this is a rocky. He gives it like a little sound. Yeah, he want, he, this is a rocky selling out. Yep. <laughs> okay. For some reason, my brain, my first thing where I was like, "Oh, you know what? A cute stand." <laughs> I cannot wait to hear this. <laughs> Purple haze. <laughs> <laughs> So I've just, just been disqualified learning, from this conversation. So much, so much about you. <laughs> Purple haze is cute. I mean, Purple haze has OCD. When it's, yeah, when it's yeah, when it's like upset. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, what no. a cutie! Just accidentally killing everyone. I know, but it's, it's like it's got anxiety. I'm so yeah. <laughs> oh woo! Yeah. I did a war crime. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what Henry Kissinger said too. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Yeah. Anyway. No, I really like Tusk because it's sort of creepy. Like it's like, but it's just like, I like its little eyes. I like its droopy eyes. Yeah. yeah, That doesn't have a pupil, but instead has like a weird sort of like 
pinwheel. Well, and it's got those puppy yeah. dog brows. Yeah, and the little heart things coming off of it. I think it's super cool. And then and then Tusk is like, Movere Cruz. I don't yes. know. None of us speak Latin, so I'm I sorry. I think it's Movere because I, I know that I spent a lot of my, my youth being corrected by people who pretentiously pointed out that Vs were pronounced like Ws. Cool. Great. <laughs> if you are a pretentious Latin speaker, uh, dear listeners, Latin. Um, please write in and correct us. We will not make fun of you. We, uh, according we according to Iraqi, it means move your leg. And again, if Iraqi's wrong, tell us, because we don't know. I took French for many years. This is where uh, Johnny's toenails start to shoot, which is the no! first time we get us. So glad to have more nails spinning. The only thing that, like, I, I have, I'm not bothered by the fingernails shooting, but I think I'm as bothered by the toenails shooting as Courtney is. Welcome. Welcome to my level. I hate it. I yeah. fucking hate it. Yeah. And he shoots Pork Pie Hat Kid. It doesn't kill him because why would this fight end quickly? This is the end of the issue. So we got to have yeah. a long fight. Uh, and it blows like, so now he's got little stylish open-toed boots. Right. And he's also, he's also like, wait a minute. My, when they were shooting, my, my legs could move. So I, so, I, for some reason, when I first read this, the, the panel where he's just screaming, my nails were just shot out from my lame feet. It was like one of the funniest <laughs> oh, yeah. panels the whole time. So this now gives Johnny like an incredible amount of personal buy-in even more than wanting to follow Gyro around. Like now right. he's like really invested in this weird arm and finding more pieces of this weird body. Cause he now can like do something that he couldn't do before. And like, and right. he, he likes Gyro and wants to learn from Gyro and obviously gets a lot out of spending time with Gyro. But you know, assembling this weird corpse could like give him something that he has lost and now he has a purpose. Yeah. You know, because right now his main, the only reason he's in the race is just to learn the secret of the steel balls. And so I think that for him, he's like, oh, like a purpose. It doesn't matter what the purpose is. And right now it's collecting corpse parts. I mean, it's sort of how like, you know, you you make up weird goals in the day because it's a pandemic and you've got to have some reason to give your life structure because otherwise you will go crazy. So, like, this is Johnny's, I'm going to learn how to make bread. Yeah. But instead of bread, it's I'm going to assemble body parts. <laughs> now we know, uh, you know, Phantom Blood was about vampires and uh, Steel Ball Run is about mummies. I do really Aww. like the splash and the, like, quarter panel on, for me, it's 127. Where I was it's, just going to say this exact thing you're about to say. With Johnny, <laughs> where you've got Gyro and Tusk and the Devil's yep. Palm and Oyokomava and Stroheim and Steven Steele. Sort of an odd assemblage of people. <laughs> He's but just like, ah, everything's happening. Yeah. Help. I'm so overwhelmed. Yeah. But it's like him sort of like thinking about all this stuff that he's been through it has only been what like four days a few days yeah and you were there and you yeah. were there <laughs> yeah but remember how but so already this is like more than half of the time that vento oreo yes took yeah. place during <laughs> also i like the the noted absence of the boom boom brothers <laughs> <laughs> Fuck those guys. Um, also, no. And I mean, I guess no Mountain Tim, no Mrs. Robinson. Mountain Tim Erasure. I think Iraqi's at least trying to make it seem like there's a chance that Johnny would like 
intuit all these things just by thinking about everything that's happened. Yeah, he's trying, if- yeah Araki's trying to put a through line through well, the plot. I mean, <laughs> also, the reason why Mrs. Robinson isn't on there, I just realized, is because Mrs. Robinson isn't a mystery. Mrs. Robinson is straightforward. Uh, that's just a, true. Just a random, Mrs. Robinson just, you know, just is a normal, normal person, person who, who breeds bees in Well, their, no, because remember, he was eyes. like, Mrs. Robinson was probably also hired to go after you. Okay. So Mrs. Robinson should actually be included in this as one of the quote unquote terrorists who was going after Gyro. It does seem like Iraqi kind of decided on a lot of these plot beats around now when he was switching mm-hmm. publications. And so this could also be from his side, like an attempt to retcon the idea of it being logically laid down. Yes. Yeah. So it like he's like telling us, even though we know that it wasn't. He's telling us that there's information where if you did look at all this in the world, you could figure it out. And then we get Gyro throwing the steel ball down to sort of like indicate where he is to to Johnny. And much hay is made from the fact of love, the fact that like, oh, well, this could mean Johnny could just go away or he could double down and save Gyro. Of course he's going to save Gyro. Yeah. Yeah, Because Gyro is like, if you want to escape, go that way. He's like, all right, now I know where Gyro is. Time to go save him. Yep. And so Johnny is now crawling through the desert under the sand, I guess using his nails like tank treads. Yeah, because we get the we get the thing. <laughs> Araki mentions that in the splash page that describes what Tusk can do. And so I think he's just like using them as little wheels that like he's using the force from the spinning to push himself along. Some more really good... Uh, pages of gyro just hanging by his hair in case you forgot that's where gyro is right now suspended by his hair when johnny was like burying himself in the sand for many pages in a row i have such quarantine madness now (laughs) that my first thought having like not done anything for a year was wow it would be really amazing to just be buried under sand (laughs) it would (laughs) i'm like that's what i want right now apparently that's what i yeah. Be outside. Like, ah. Understand. Yeah, imagine that. Uh, he's, he's like, Johnny is so lucky. <laughs> he sends the horse back down the wire, and we get some great panels of like a horse being kind of like reinflated from the tip of a feather. Hook. Yeah, it's or a feather. Yeah. It's cool looking. Yeah. It is weird looking, but it is it is cool. And then the horse like it. goes to Johnny because yeah, it's his horse. He loves Johnny. He's a good horse. Uh so we discover that Johnny is his leveled up tusk to whittle yes yeah which uh, my question is like did johnny already have that skill and he can just transfer <laughs> it to tusk like is johnny a champion whittler in addition to a champion jockey maybe does champion jockey skill like is that on the same skill tree as whittling or like, what if it's just something he picked up when he was like depressed and exactly and to be around? fair we don't see the full-sized human that he carved out of wood for very long. So maybe it was really shitty. It's true. Anyone could just carve a full-size human in a second, even if they weren't very good at whittling. I mean, it could have just been kind of a shape, you know, like maybe he found a tree that kind of already was shaped kind of like a person. I mean, and we so can see of- it has it has pretty <laughs> well-defined facial features. I guess it does. That's true. I don't know. I got, I got nothing on this one. That's Maybe weird. it's like if you're, it's like, one of these things where if you're really good at one skill, it's like kind of similar you, to another skill. You know what this reminds me of? Um, the Polnareff-Avdol fight. Yes. Where he carves a fake 
Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Wow. But I totally believe that Polnareff would yeah, be yeah, like yeah. Is taking he knows sculpting how to classes <laughs> at like the so do you think this a cold day Beaux Arts or whatever? Yeah. So yeah. do you think this is something that like Johnny was doing? Like like they were like, you're in a wheelchair, you have to do something, and they're like, do some sculpting, right? Maybe that's how he got such big arm muscles. Possible Maybe. whittling. Yeah. I feel like that would that would do it. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, if he's whittling like life size statues of men, and then this is where he's like, he's like, well, you know, if this thing can carve a sculpture, this is way more powerful than a nail. It's a tusk. Right. Even though, aren't tusks teeth, not yes. nails? Yes, they are. Okay. And, Thank you. Yeah, and, you know, tusk, Fleetwood Mac reference. Right. Another so. dad rock. Sorry. Yep. We're, I think we're all, I mean, Elis, you're a little younger than us. Do you like Fleetwood Mac? No. Yeah. I think we're all in the generation. It's like, it's not. I know people my age who do. And, okay. and in fact, most people I know do. Like, people are just like. Like, why don't you like Fleetwood Mac? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like, it. Like Courtney and I are of the age where liking Fleetwood Mac doesn't make sense because it's just what our parents yeah, listen to. Yeah, it's, it's, it's absolutely just boring, just boring parents' music. Yeah, it's dad rock to me. It, it, I just sorry. don't really like Stevie Nicks' voice. I don't know, yeah. So, pork pie hat kid throws, what is it, like, Oil down and I then guess. lights I guess. Like, like and then lights it on fire basically. But you know Johnny gets past it, whatever. And then Johnny meets up with Gyro at the Gyro top of the hill, still suspended by his hair. And he's like, Gyro, he? are you okay? Wow, you're looking hot. And then we get yeah, a close up of Gyro still suspended by his hair. Uh, and Johnny, being like, finally... I can only trust in him while we're looking at the close up. Yeah, I, I want to hear his opinion on the corpse. Uh, sure. Finally pulls him down, and when he brings him down, he gets hooked because Gyro was the lure. Right. Dun, dun, oh, dun, amazing. Dun. Which is awesome. It's fucking so good. It's cool. great. And it's Johnny's good. like arm around his butt. It's just good. It's good shit. Uh, and so then, yeah, the rest of this fight is just Johnny slowly fisting Gyro deeper and deeper. Yep. That's it. There's That's no the... other way to describe it. And then just Gyro making pained sounds the, I don't know. okay on the bottom of page 163 when you see his hand going in yeah oh yeah yeah it's, that's the that's the fisting that's filthy. the fisting it's filthy <laughs> that is how you fist a person yeah that's actually pretty good uh sex education <laughs> then we get like you know 100 more pages of fisting yeah more like his hand like between gyros his ribs yeah. titties it's really wild. This is a hell of a titty boob. It this is. is. This is like not just the Sistine Chapel of titty boobs. This is like, I don't even know what. <laughs> it is like in there. Yeah. We we also, and then we get a bunch of really confusing shooting happening, like nail shooting. I don't understand what's I going don't. on in those panels. Who has time to worry about that when then, the, you know, every other panel you get another view. Of- I really like that Gyro is sort of like, I was unconscious and now this extremely intense experience is happening. I have really nothing to say, but then he like looks over <laughs> and like Johnny's crying. Canonically, Johnny cries <laughs> during sex. Of course he's crying. And Gyro just looks down and he's like, you brought that all the way up here. And you brought my balls. Yeah. And so he's like, all right, so it's my job. And he just like grabs it and like fires. But like when he fires his ball, somehow there's a hook attached to it. I'm really unclear on what the hell is happening. I think that he like uses it to intercept a hook that was like being Well, no, no, the hook is hand. the hook is so he puts the ball in his hand and starts to spin it, but the hook pushes the ball away so Gyro can't finish spinning it. That's why on the next page 
pork pie hat ah. kid is like no, oh the right hooks, because it just bounces yeah the pork pie hat kid is like you know you can't spin your balls because I control your hands right now he's know? like the hooks come right. out from where you touch you're the bait so like anything right. that touches you a hook comes out god and then the yeah he's really more fisting. he's really the fisting, in fisting, almost fisting. all the way up to his elbow it's, when gyro like the panel on page 173 where gyro was like holding Johnny's arm with both hands yeah. While it's inside him. So Johnny with his arm inside gyro <laughs> with tears streaming down his face takes the <laughs> the corpse hand out and he's like, all right, take this hand. He's like, but you take the hooks out of gyro or I'm going to destroy this fucking hand. Hell yeah. So he gets him to call it off. And then he's like, he realizes he's like, all right, without that arm, I lost my stand power. So basically the corpse arm is what gave him the ability to do right. his, his, his spinning spin, nail, like the right. tusk and everything. But we do know that other people have gotten powers from going through the devil's palm. So so right. are we supposed to assume that all of them have corpse parts inside right. them? Right, does Sandman have yeah. a corpse or part? Or is it something else? And we don't know. So Johnny's like, my nails aren't spinning because I lost that arm. And so Gyro's like, oh no, the nails are still spinning. I made them spin. And so we see the the corpse arm, its nails are spinning. Ugh. I know. <laughs> Pork pie hat kid, who is not looking great at this point because <laughs> he's been shot a bunch of times and yeah. burned and... Not looking great for this kid. Uh, he, I guess, explodes. <laughs> sure. Something, yeah. Uh, I don't care that much. He's like, help, I was a plot device. Yes. So they retrieve the the corpse arm, which again has a, a hole in its palm. I love the, I love the shot like, of Gyro's, yeah, Gyro looking through the hole. <laughs> looking through it like it's like a magnifying glass. Yeah. <laughs> And then Gyro just throws it back to Johnny. Like, just does not yeah. give a... Like Tom Bombadil and the motherfucking ring <laughs> in Lord of the Rings, which if you haven't read the books and only saw the movie, you don't know what that is. And Johnny's like, you you don't want it? Like, he's like, so you didn't join the race for the corpse thing. You didn't. G- Gyro's like, literally all I care about is Marco. <laughs> and and <laughs> yeah, he's like, I mean, maybe, but no. Like, I don't... He's like, the terrorists think I'm hiding that, but... Yeah, I don't, I don't care. Yeah, and Johnny is like, all right, well, here, check this out. I figured out the entire plot of this of this manga that we're in. And Gyro's like, you know what? I can actually add some more shit on top of that, which is... I'm a Catholic. Yes. Yeah, it might so, be a saint. It's like, it's probably a, a super important saint, because why else would they go through all of this? So, like, let's try to think of important saints. I don't know. Like, saints, and he's, I like, he's like, saints are people who cause miracles after they die, which is why sometimes it takes so long because it has to be at least two miracles. And also they don't, uh, their, their bodies don't rot, right? Yeah, so which that's... is why that right. hand isn't like a skeleton. And we get some great like Iraqi drawings of sculptures and... Uh, we get to visit Venice again. Yeah. If in case you're missing Vento Oreo. We get some... And I was. We get some mythology about the concept of a millennial kingdom, like a society that lives for a thousand years. Right. And so we... And in so, peace. And so we get the uh, the idea that, oh, possessing this corpse could potentially alter the course of a nation, you know. Right. Yeah. Like, and, and help your, like, you know, and, which is, you know, a real super imperialist idea, like that you're just, you yeah. know, will be undefeated for a thousand years. So it's like, yeah. you need... These corpse pieces, because it'll help you, you know. And again, all of this is pretty much being determined through, like, 
conjecture. Yeah. And speculation. But yep. I mean, and Jairo was like, yeah, but I don't want any of that shit. I want to be number one and you're going to be number two. Remember, <laughs> we had a deal. Third, so come with me if you're in. Third stage is coming. Chop, chop. <laughs> and Johnny has like the perfect sports anime, like realization faces. Oh, and it's just so like, good. yeah. We're in it together. Johnny's face when he, of him just staring up in awe at Gyro on that horse is is how I feel when Gyro like looking at Gyro is on, on that, that horse. horse. Yeah, but then yeah, he looks down and he looks up with that like yeah, Deter- third the determined determination. Yes. Like I am the protagonist of a sports anime. And then hey, look, it's those guys. Hey, it's some characters we might give a shit about instead of some Yay! random villains. Yeah, Sandman and Dio. Non randos have returned. Uh, look, remember remember Diego Brando. Doesn't your heart remember Diego Brando? Jesus. So yeah, and that's the end of this arc. And that's the end of this this episode. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, next time. Yeah, the next arc is called Scary Monsters, and it's four parts, and we're covering the first half of it next time. So it'll be two chapters. 28 and 29. 28 and 29. Scary Monsters. JoJo's Bizarre Explainer is recorded in Portland, Aura, Aura, Oregon. You can follow us on Twitter at ExplainJoJo or find us on the web at ExplainJoJo.com. We love to hear from our listeners, so please go to Apple Podcasts and leave us the kind of review that Joseph of Arimathea would leave for Jesus. 